All right, thank you so much to the supporters of this show. We got Jefferson Rift, Robin Light, Keith Atherton, my sister Leellen, my mom Haiti, and my wife. If you would like to support the show, go to patreon.com and support whatever amount you like. For $1 a month, you can get a shout out here on Heartbeat Here Radio. And for just $3 a month, you can request a track. That money helps me out with hosting space and equipment. I need to run this show. Now, I have a donate button via PayPal or just contact me on what way would be the best way for you to support the show. Let's get this show started. Welcome to Heartbeat Here Radio. This episode does not have a main sponsor. If you would be interested in sponsoring the show, you can send me a direct message via Instagram on my Heartbeat Hero account. Last year, the show had 18,000 views with an average of 1,300 views per month. And if you're looking for some exposure in the synthwave scene, then this is your chance. You can sponsor one episode or multiple. Thank you so much. Previously on Heartbeat Hero Radio. This is Josh and Ricky from Unetics, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hey, what's going on, guys? This is Adex, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hey, this is Joe from the Ozone Nightmare Podcast. Hi, this is Robin Lights, and you're listening to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Hi, this is Karin Zoe Lee. Hi, I'm Sinch Dreeth. This is Sequenza. Oh, hello! It's me, Steven, from Hot Heels. Heartbeat Hero Radio Show! This is the Heartbeat Hero Radio Show. Have a good time listening to great music, artist interviews, and some nice trivia games right now on this very channel. It's Saturday night, March 12th of 2022. Welcome to Heartbeat Hero Radio live on twitch.tv slash heartbeathero. My name is Daniel Barton and I'm your friendly neighborhood synthwave fan. Tonight I will be interviewing Nanoverse at 8.30 and for the trivia we have Mr. Nasty and Mrs. Nasty at Synthwave 83 and Nanoverse at 9pm. Alrighty then, let's get this show on the road. I was on SoundCloud two years ago and I heard this track called Enjoy the Silence by Vordahan. Now I'm going to play a bit of that track for you let's see if we can find it up here here we go now i really like the melody and it's a short not even a two minute track but that melody just caught me so three tries and two years later i finally finished my remix of this track i slowed the track down and gave it a new synthwave vibe here is enjoy the silence by vordahan the heartbeat hero remix Thank you. 
was Enjoy the Silence by Vordahan, the Heartbeat Hero Remix. We got some shout-outs to S-Dwarfs, Robin Lights, Cool Mo Wee, Alex Lightspeed, the first time he's here. Thank you for joining us. And Synth Streets. Oh, wait. Oh, it's repeating that one. Let's stop that real quick. That's what you get with the live show. All these things go the wrong way. Let's put on some music. Here we go. All right. Wave Shaper was interviewed by the Paradise Arcade, and his biggest dream at the moment is to score a movie. Now, listening to all his tracks on Spotify, I am sure he will accomplish this dream. Let's have a listen to the latest track by the Swedish electronic musician. This is Gigabot by Wave Shaper.
that was Gigabot by Waveshaper. We got some shout outs. We got a shout out to Nanoverse. We're going to be interviewing him later on in the show. Now we have an alternative pop band from the East Coast called Thrill Chaser. They consist of three members. Uh, Rob Lundy is one member. He plays bass, synth, and does vocals. His hometown is in Providence, Rhode Island. Then we have Nicole Zell who does the vocals. Her hometown is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Then we have Christopher Spousta. He plays the drum slash percussion and his hometown is Fall River, Massachusetts. Here is a lush and poppy synthwave track for you called Lying by Thrill Chaser. Sometimes you gotta make the biggest mistake To get where you need to go Sometimes you gotta travel miles away To realize you need to grow I've been dying and dying to get myself out this place I've been trying, trying to wrap the balls that I made People just don't wake up unhappy one day It's something that happens over time I'm so 
was lying by Thrill Chaser. Next up is from France is BMX Escape with his new video. The car animations in the video are created by Cherik. It's to promote his album called Codename Jody, available on Bandcamp and Spotify. This is Thunder Highway by BMX Escape.
that was Thunder Highway by BMX Escape. Now from Cape Town, South Africa, we have Ricardo Moretti, aka Tribal Need. Please check out his album at uh, called Shamanica 2019 at tribalneed.bandcamp.com. If you check out his Instagram, you will see that he's always sitting on the ground with his Uno 106 right in front of him and surrounded by people dancing and enjoying his music. It's amazing. In this next video, he explains how he creates his music magic. Uh, this is Reasons by Tribal Need here on Heartbeat Hero Radio. Just want to quickly introduce myself. My name is Tribal Need. You see written there here. What I do is try to make electronic music interesting. Nowadays, electronic music is mainly made with computers, DJing, and stuff. I really want to take the idea of the repetition of the beauty of the electronic sound make it real, make it understandable for everybody. And for our lately, I don't only do clubs, but I really like to play in this kind of situation where anybody, kids, elder people, younger people can understand and enjoy the idea of what I do. It's called the live looping. I use a little machine to record sound and I make music from scratch using simple tools, a microphone for beatboxing, I use a very old analog scenes from the 80s, like if you're a fan of Jean-Michel Jarre, Gangelis, these people, this is the scene that they had at the time. I use uh, even kit toys to make a point. You can make music with anything. Didgeridoo from Australia, many other percussion from all around the world where I travel and where I collect. And I make a show that includes any kind of instruments. This is Trouble Me, this is Live Looping, here's my records if you like, it's really beautiful, original music, no covers, only original stuff.
that was Reasons by Tribal Need. And now we got a shout out to Space Force Music for joining us. Thank you so much. I'm going to take a one hour break and I have filled it with awesome synthwave music. Coming up, we have video edits by Robin Lights and Marito Gaia and music by Memorex Memories. We are Magonia. Optic Options, Synestema, Sequenza, Constellation Prize, The Hollywood Arcade, Cool, Mo, Wee, Adriel, Alex Lightspeed, and Balcony Sunrise. Now, after the break, I will be interviewing the artist Nanoverse from Miami, Florida at 9 p.m. Paris time. Enjoy these tracks, and I will see you in the chat and see you back live at 9 p.m. Paris time. Welcome to the pre-recorded show. He is from Glasgow in the United Kingdom. Sean Hart has been with us on episode three of Heartbeat Hero Radio. You should definitely check out that show. He told some great stories. Here is a wonderful track called Static by System 96, the Memorex Memories remix.
That was Static by System 96, the Memorex Memories Remix. French dark synth band We Are Magonia have hosted a remix competition for their track Synthwave is Dead, which I also participated in, and this is their original track Synthwave is Dead by We Are Magonia.
That was Synthwave is Dead by We Are Magonia. Marito Gaia created another awesome video edit using images from the movie Kickboxers 1989. Check out Marito Gaia on YouTube from the new album Star Child available on heartbeathero.bandcamp.com. This is Synthwave Afterlife by Heartbeat Hero. That was Synthwave Afterlife by Heartbeat Hero. Here's another video edit by Marito Gaia using the images from The Notebook 2004. This is Don't Say You're Sorry by Mark Matthews featuring Ivory, the Heartbeat Hero remix.
That was Don't Say You're Sorry by Mark Matthews featuring Ivory, the Heartbeat Hero remix. Thomas Hedeman from Alborg, Denmark. I played a cover of his on the February show. He sent me some tracks to play on the show from his upcoming Space Wave album called Celestial. So this is a world premiere here on Heartbeat Hero Radio. This is Celestial by Optic Options.
That was Celestial by Optic Options. Next up is Synesthema from Montreal, Quebec. Jonathan Sardalis is an independent electronic Greek-French-Canadian musician. Synesthema is a musical science fiction universe inspired by progressive trance. This is Though Everything is Happening by Synesthema. Thank you. 
That was As Though Everything is Happening by Senesima. My good friend Sequenza has created a remix for Senesima. Sequenza was here not too long ago on Heartbeat Here Radio playing James Bond trivia, and you can check that out on episode 35. Sequenza has an album out on Bandcamp called Do Decahedron at future80s.bandcamp.com slash album slash dodecahedron. This is Close Encounter of the Seventh Kind by Senesima, the Sequenza Remix.
This is Close Encounter of the Seventh Kind by Synesthema, the Sequenza Remix. Next up is Constellation Prize, which consists of Rich and Steph from Darlington, Southampton, creating dreamy synth pop. This is Chase That High by Constellation Prize. Chase That High by Constellation Prize. Next up is the Hollywood Arcade from Sydney, Australia. They are a synthwave band brought together by a passion for the synth-heavy pop of the 70s and 80s and the love of the blossoming synthwave movement. This track is available on Spotify. This is Neon Signs by the Hollywood Arcade.
Signs by Hollywood Arcade. Cool Mo Wee has two weekly radio shows on RadioDarkTunnel.net. One is Synthwave every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Central European Time, and the other is 80s and 90s every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central European Time. You can follow Cool Mo Wee on Twitter at Cool Mo Wee and also Instagram for the latest on those shows. He is also a Synthwave artist, and here is his latest track called Searching for Love by Cool Mo Wee. I'll be searching for love If I can't find you 
That was Searching for Love by Cool Mo Wee. Now from Los Angeles, a female artist that creates synthwave. You can find more information at adriel.com. This is Black Cat by Adriel.
That was Black Car by Adriel. I have another worldwide premiere for you synthwave lovers. Find more information about Alex Lightspeed at alexlightspeed.com and alexlightspeed.bandcamp.com. He's also on SoundCloud and YouTube, and he also works together with his wife on repairing retro cars. He has some very cool videos on YouTube where they show their process. Search for Lightspeed Feroz Retro Rides on YouTube. Now for the worldwide premiere, which is coming out on Rosso Corsa Records with a vinyl release at approximately the same time as the album will release. The release date will be announced very soon. Make sure to follow Rosso Corsa on Bandcamp for all the latest updates. This is Interceptor by Alex Lightspeed.
That was Interceptor by Alex Lightspeed. Next up are Belfast-based multi-instrumentalist electronic producer David Ferris and branding visual content creator Stephen Ferris. They began making music and capturing visuals during the pandemic to inspire hope and positivity during these uncertain times. Balcony Sunrise is a shared audio-visual experience, so come on and join them on the balcony. Our CEO of video, Robin Lights, has a new beautiful video edit for us filled with sunset this is Sunset City by Balcony Sunrise. Thank you. 
Oh yeah, that was Sunset City by Balcony Sunrise. And now it's time for our interview. Tony AK Nanoverses from Miami, Florida. He's a composer, producer, and mixing engineer. Nanoverses is a music project heavily inspired by the 80s horror, thriller, and action movie soundtracks with heavy metal elements. Inspired by John Carpenter, Danny Elfman, and Metallica. You can follow him on Instagram at nanoverse.music and Twitter at nanoverse and support his music at nanoverse.bandcamp.com. Tony, welcome to heartbeat hero radio thanks for having me on man this is awesome i appreciate it how you doing man i'm doing great how about you i am doing great feeling good Uh, i was a bit under the weather this week but i'm hyped up again and ready to talk to you so i really am excited to find out how you started creating music uh just just being a fan of music um you know most people everybody loves music uh but everybody's i guess uh level of enthusiasm when it comes to music only goes so far which most people just listen to music you know and they they're they're fans right for me when i when i got into into like american rock music and the 90s and stuff like that it was such a big deal for me that it 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 went beyond just being a fan and just being someone that enjoys listening to music i wanted to know how that music was made how it came about i loved hearing stories of how they wrote the songs and what the artists were going through at the time and how it inspired them to to write those songs and everything. I just love all that stuff. So for me, it wasn't enough just being a fan of my favorite artists. I wanted to either emulate or be able to play the guitar and play the, the riffs myself. And and it kind of just escalated from there. But just being a big fan, man, I love music. Music is my life, you know? What, was there also music in your family? Oh yeah, huge. My my parents are the, the they're they're obsessed with music. Um, my parents are from Colombia. Um, they're very very passionate, very very passionate about their you know their music and everything from there. Um, so I grew up heavily with a lot of Hispanic music first. Uh, but then as I got older, when I got into like like around fifth and sixth grade, that's when I started getting introduced to American rock like Metallica, Alice in Chains, Guns N' Roses. Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, you know, that's that's kind of where I started. And then, you know, it went on from there. But um, but yeah, no, I, I grew up with music, man. Music is a huge part of my life and my family, too. We're all obsessed when it comes to music. Did you are you going far back as like you're doing mixtapes or did you buy CDs or are, are you just uh, what, listening to it on Spotify? What 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 kind, how how was your how were you consuming music in the beginning? Well, how I'm, how I'm doing it now is just usually either through SoundCloud Believe it or not, um, I feel like it's easier, especially for like the for the retro wave, synth wave. It's it's a lot easier to to fi- discover uh, artists through SoundCloud. At least for me, I feel like it's easier that way. Um, but no, I usually just you know I through talking to other producers, friends of mine, you know that make their own music and stuff like that. We're always sharing music with each other. Like, hey, did you hear this song? This song is badass. You know, this song is great or whatever. You know, and that's kind of how it goes. And I get introduced by stuff all the time just by chatting with people just talking to them and stuff asking them about the music they're making and then obviously i check it out and you know it's only a matter of time i become a fan myself you know all right i want to talk uh, i'm a huge batman fan i just finished watching batman for the second time uh, and before we started the show uh we talked about really wanting to talk about batman uh, i recently right, watched right. the batman and was i was pleasantly surprised uh have you seen it uh, what did you think of it i saw it yeah i saw it uh, on opening night took my kids with me and man we had a blast it was it was i have a rule when it comes to movies i'm super excited about i don't watch trailers so oh that's smart yeah i don't watch it at all because at that point i already know i'm gonna see the movie i'm already excited about it i already have my ticket i'm gonna go so 
Um, if it's something I'm really, really excited about, which this movie, honestly, I didn't see a single trailer. Like I saw some still shots of what like he looked in the like in the bat suit and things like that. Very, very minimal uh, <laughs> exposure to the movie prior to seeing it. So when I went into it, I was like, like the whole time, like like my jaw was just dropped the entire movie. Like I didn't really go in with any type of expectation, but long story short, I loved it, man. It was it was phenomenal. Um, I feel like that's the movie we've all wanted for a very, very long time, you know. Uh, to see the way, obviously, I don't want to get into spoilers because I don't want to ruin it for every, anybody. But just the way the movie was fleshed out was for me is like, finally, finally, thank you, thank you. Like, I've been wanting that for such a long time. So, I'm looking forward to to seeing it again. I'm probably gonna see it uh, probably towards the end of this week coming up again. It was it was such a great movie, man. I loved it. Yeah, me too. And your kids watch it too. What do they What do they think of it? Oh, they thought it was incredible. Also, you know, my kids just like me. I. You know, they grew up with with all Batman stuff that I grew up with, you know, the animated series, the Keaton movies. I've we've watched all that stuff, you know, so to them, they already know if there's a Batman movie coming out, you know, dad's going to going to take this for sure. You know, so after watching uh, the, the the Batman with my son, I wanted to go from like one of the best Batmans to one of the worst. We watched uh, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Oh God! He Why didn't. Would you do that he yourself? didn't. He didn't even. He didn't even want to finish watching it. He's like, "Can we watch something else?" I'm like, "No, I got. We just got to finish it. You, you need to know this story. You need to know about Bane. You need to know about uh, Poison right. Ivy. Uh, you need to know these things." Yeah, that's how my my um my firstborn daughter when I showed her Batman '89 and Batman Returns, she was like, "Is there another one?" I was like, "Yeah, but you're not gonna like it." And <laughs> it, of course, the next one was Batman Forever. So I put it on, and maybe 15 minutes into it, she's like. Dad, what the hell is this? Turn, Even Batman, off. Yeah, Batman Forever is watch, more watchable because of Jim Carrey, but... Right, yeah, I, that movie is better than Batman and Robin, That, but that to me is not saying much because I really... Those movies has, have not aged well. Like I said, I tried to watch it with my kid, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I, I don't think I can sit through this. Uh, I'm sorry. Like, I loved it when I was a kid. All right, so Not as much as the Keaton movies. But. So for the first track of yours, I would like to play your cover of Batman NES, Streets of Desolation. Can you tell us a bit about this track? Oh yeah, the that's. I grew up with that game. That I had that game when I was a kid, um, and it was so hard that I was always stuck on the first level. So the music, like to me, was like, all right, well, I, this game is so hard, I I can't get past the second or third level. But the music of that first level is just so awesome that I got the idea because I came across it recently. Like, oh man, I haven't heard this in forever. But then I got this idea. I'm like, you know, this song would actually sound pretty cool if it had more of a down tempo approach where it was a little slower. And, and create kind of more of a groove rather than a like fast paced like uh, version of the original. Um, and I was like, oh, it's kind of curious to see. And I experimented with it. You know, I composed it, everything, put it in my in my doll, slowed it down. And I was like, ooh, this sounds cool. It's got a nice groove. And I kind of just redesigned some of the, you know, like the sounds and the synths and stuff like that. But yeah, it was just an idea that I had. I was like, I think it would sound pretty groovy if, if it was slowed down a bit, you know, and that's pretty much how the, the idea came about, you know. All right, this is the cover of Batman NES Streets of Desolation by Nanoverse.
That was a cover of Batman NES Streets of Desolation by Nanoverse. Tony, what are you currently working on? What am I currently working on? Man, okay. So for the time being, I did release an album uh, a couple months ago. Um, kind of just slow dripping it on, on streaming platforms, one, one track at a time. There's two tracks left, so pretty much two more months. Uh, usually when I, when I make new music, especially if I'm planning on releasing an album, it's kind of just something that just naturally happens. This last album was my fourth release. And, um, it's weird. It's usually like around summer. I, I start getting ideas. It, it, that's how it's been for the past four years. So I'm pretty sure that this year it's going to be the same. Probably sometime around the summer, I'll start recording some riffs, some ideas and stuff like that, you know, some little demos and from the summer into the fall. I'll start fleshing it out and putting it together and and everything. That's usually just how it happens naturally. Uh, I've even tried recently writing new material and it's not happening. So what I do is I spend a lot of this time just learning, you know, like experimenting with new techniques and just trying to learn. So that way on the next album, I obviously have something fresh to offer. So at the time being, I'm kind of just, just learning, just learning as much as I can regarding mixing, engineering, just, you know, uh, different VSTs that I'm probably going to invest in, you know, some software just to just to create a new sound, you know, just some, just to put something unique out there for the next album. So that that'll probably be happening in the next couple of months. It is weird how you like have different periods in the year or I have multiple periods or different time frames where the music that comes to me is is always really good and, and nice and, and, and kind of like and there are other periods where it's just crap and it doesn't sound right. good. And, and those are great moments to experiment and build on uh, and to change things for in the future. Um, I also wanted to ask you about you played you said you played a guitar as well, but I was going to ask you if you played you play drums on your Instagram. I, I've seen a lot of drum playing on your Instagram, and you, but you also play guitar. Yeah, I play, uh, I play guitar, play a little bit of bass also um but drums i think that out of the three i i feel like i'm i I stand out more on drums uh and plus drum drums is like not very common finding drummers it's kind of hard to find drummers Uh, guitars you can find them everywhere you know um so drums came to me very easily when like i used to just air drum like i would literally just tap my my you know like just tap my legs or whatever and i got on an actual drum set and i just started playing and that was it no lessons nothing just by ear so yeah, I'm, I would consider myself primarily a drummer. You know, if I was going to contribute or uh, collaborate with another artist, I'd want to do something related to drums. That's always my go-to things. All right, let's you guys flesh out the song, the lyrics, the vocals, everything else, and let me do the finishing touches on drums. That's always been my approach. But uh, as per like the, the Nanoverse project or anything where I make my own original music, I do everything. You know, it just depends on what I'm going for. You know, the, what the, the song needs. Are you adding the drums to your tracks as well on your albums? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I um, like on the first two albums, it was pretty straightforward, you know, because it was like a very uh, the, the the drums were very simple, which is something that's pretty standard in, in synthwave. The drums are pretty just straightforward, you know, four four timing, you know, it's but on the third album, I was like, mm, I kind of want to try to elevate the drums, you know, uh, and, and do some more something more natural sounding rather than it just being just that four four doom doom doom, you know, wanted to try something different. And then I started incorporating guitar uh, and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, no, the, on the next album, for sure, the goal, at least I already know in, in my mind that the central part of the album is going to be the drums. And then the, the the synths and the guitars and all that stuff are going to 
you know, accompany the drums. So that's kind of the the direction I'm planning on going. And I'm going to experiment with a lot of cool drum stuff. I'm excited about that. And what type of drums do you have? Because I'm not an expert on this, but I, there may be people listening like, oh, he has this type of drum or that type of drum. Right. It's a it's a V drum. It's an electronic drum kit. It's a Alesis nit Nitro mesh kit. Pretty good. I mean, it's 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 what like a four hundred dollar uh, piece. It's nothing fancy, um, but the trigger response is good. It's on point, uh, and also the mesh heads give you that natural feel, you know. Because a lot of like these electronic kicks, especially the the lesser uh, expensive ones, uh, the lower end ones, they have those rubber pads that they just feel awkward, you know. And if you and if anybody that's watching knows what I'm talking about, they know how awkward it is, but. These are fantastic because of the meshes and you can you can adjust them to your liking. So it gives you a very, very natural feel when you're playing the drums, you know, and in terms of like how the how responsive it is in the DAW when I'm recording MIDI and all that, it, it's it's on point, you know, it's, it's a solid kit. All right. I want to play your track called Dream Warriors. Can you tell us a bit about it? Oh, yeah. Um, so the first album, 1986, that pretty much is like an album that's just dedicated to everything I grew up with. So movies, especially, you know, soundtracks, all that stuff. Um, that song in particular, I rewatched Dream Warriors around the time that I was working on the album. And there's one scene, which I don't remember which scene it is exactly off the top of my head. But if you listen to it, it has this like uh, this very like, I guess, like a minor type of like synth. Just it's just notes that are just constantly repeating. But it, it obviously it builds up to the intensity of the scene and Instantly, as soon as I heard that like little chord progression, I got this idea where I was like, man, if you just add that 4-4 groove at like 80, 88 BPM or something, man, that would sound so cool as like a synth track, you know, like a retro wave type of track. And that's kind of how it played out. I figured out the, um, like, the, I guess the chord progression and I kind of just made my own version of it. But it's the same exact chord progression as the, the scene from that movie. I got to look it up. I'll tell you exactly which scene it is. I don't remember off the top of my head. But yeah, I was watching the movie and it inspired the song. So I had to name it Dream Warriors. <laughs> All right. This is Dream Warriors by Nanoverse.
that was Dream Warriors by Nanoverse. Uh, Tony, what is in store for the future of Nanoverse? In the future, I'm planning on doing some remixes of some songs that have already been released. So um, that's something that's in the works. I already got a couple of tracks that I've been experimenting with uh, just to change the... It's pretty much... Okay, so it, they're kind of remixes where like the songs are still the same but i'm just switching certain things up like for example one of the tracks that i'm working on is on uh the great deception which is the third album and one of the tracks i don't remember the name off the top of my head because i'm working on a couple of them but anyway the songs are the same but what i'm doing is i'm removing some of like the, the rock elements and i'm making them more synth based so i'm kind of replacing some things and adding them in to kind of just give it like that just that straight up synth vibe uh and with toning down the metal aspect uh and it that was just something i was just kind of just experimenting with in the doll just muting stuff and i was like hey you know what this actually wouldn't be a bad idea if i just did a straight synth approach and kind of toned down the metal stuff i think that like the synth community would probably love that so i'm already kind of playing around with a couple of tracks that i'm planning on doing that with mainly tracks off of these last two albums because these last two albums had a lot of more metal uh, type of influences and, and sounds so that's one thing and i've got a bunch of covers like for instance the, the batman cover that you just played right now of streets of desolation i'm gonna put together either an ep or might be an lp because i've got a couple of covers out there um and i'm gonna put them all together and put it up on Bandcamp. It's it's, it's a, a cover album you know it's not really anything original i'll just put it up and if people want to you know support the the project or whatever they're more than welcome to if not they can just download it for free you know so awesome those are the two things i'm working on right now and uh then of course within the next couple of months i'm sure i'll start working on another album it's just the way it happens you know so probably in the next two months it'll it will come out the the next release of yours yeah yeah the the for sure the covers that one's easy i'm just gonna go back i'm, I'm buying some new gear uh and i want to be able to use uh some mixing gears uh I don't know if you've heard of these headphones, but you might want to check them out or any other engineers here or producers. They are the Steven Slate VSX. I don't know if you've heard of those headphones, no. but they have they have like audio simulation. So in other words, it simulates like studio rooms reference uh, like it changes pretty much the the settings, you know, to, to give you a reference point instead of you now everybody does the car test where yeah, they yeah, mix yeah. a track down. Put it, well, you can actually through the headphones, you can simulate a car, what it would sound like in a car. So that way you don't have to leave your your you know your workspace and it's pretty interesting i'm looking forward to that um that's uh something i'm gonna get i'm gonna use that obviously to release the next stuff that i work on moving forward so i'm really really excited about that that's gonna be awesome are they expensive or is it yeah, yeah they're, they're not cheap what, like uh, what what price range are we talking eh, 500 bucks oh yeah these are, these are like 150 or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have a, a pair that's a little lesser expensive, but this one is just the the options that you have to just switch, you know, like between reference points, you know, you can, it'll simulate AirPods, it'll simulate what it sounds like in a Tesla and in, in, in an SUV. Uh, and then it has simulations of like, well known studios with like specific types of monitors that are known by engineers, you know, so they're emulations of actual you know gear that's used in studios so it's it, it's pretty good stuff man I'm, I'm looking forward to that so the cover album and the remix and then the next album i'm going to be doing on all that stuff i hell i might even go back and revisit some old tracks and remix them with with that so i'm really looking forward to that just hopping back onto the headphones again so that those are like big studio headphones are, are there any big producers using those same headphones uh to my knowledge no but i've 
I've looked up a, a bunch of reviews on on YouTube and you know, and these are guys that are established, known as mixing engineers, you know, mastering engineers, and they all say that just having the option of being able to switch, you know, and using the software while you're mixing yeah, in crazy, a DAW is fantastic, you know, because it just minimizes that back and forth of having to mix down a track, go to your car, listen to it. Oh, sounds like crap. Got to go back. And then <laughs> it just cuts all that, call it, all that out completely. You can just, you don't even have to leave your workstation and you can so in essence, it's like if you already have the the experience and the chops to to mix, then that just makes your job easier. In other words, what and what's the name? Just one more time, Stephen Slate VSX uh, Steven, headphones. Stephen Slate VXF headphones. I'm gonna yeah, look VSX, that up yeah. after this show. All right, we're gonna play another uh, your final track uh, until you're dead. Please tell us a bit about it. Oh man, that that's um that. That track alone is probably the one that has been the most well-received uh, by the community, the synth community and everybody. Um, even people that don't even know synthwave, like if I run an ad or something and I just use like Terminator and like 80s type of uh, filters and stuff, people eat it up. They, they love that track. So that one was while I was working on the first album and it was, I, I think I just had the the patch open, the, the synth, and I just started playing the little melody of the, of the of the like the main melody of the song and it just came out in the moment and i was like wow that sounds so awesome like it was the most effortless experience putting that track together it just literally best, was yeah. there you know it was really cool that's a great track i'm happy with how it came out those are the best this is until you're dead by nanoverse I do. Don't think. Just Listen and understand that Terminator is out there. It can't be bargained with. It can't be reasoned with. It doesn't feel pity or remorse or fear. And it absolutely will not stop ever until you are dead.
That was Until You're Dead by Nanoverse. Tony, thank you for letting me interview you. Please tell me, the, the listeners, what you're thankful for and what would you like to promote? Well, uh, I'm thankful for this community, man. Everybody that I've met so far has been fantastic. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, you know, it was great to see how much you've, like, how far you've come because I remember following you from the beginning when you started and it was around the same time I started too. So it's cool to see how far you've come and other people that I've, you know, had the chance of meeting and chatting with and building a friendship with. So I'm just super grateful for this community, man. Even the fans, you know, that, that are a part of it, everybody is super cool people, man. I'm just so happy to be a part of it. I, I feel like I've been welcomed in by, by it and I'm just happy to be a part of it. And I'm just looking forward to it what everybody's working on, what they release. And then of course, what I'm going to be working on and sh sharing and contributing to the community, man. So thank you for everything. I'm, I'm really happy to be here and everything. This is, this is, I've <laughs> had a blast. This has been super fun. Yeah. Then we're going to have more fun in the trivia later on. And what would you like to promote? Uh, my uh, social media, YouTube, I'm on YouTube. Those videos that you put up just now, you can watch those on the YouTube channel, Nanoverse Productions. I'm on Instagram. That's where I'm the most active. That's uh, nanoverse.music. Uh, yeah, check that out. Follow me if you guys dig the stuff. All right. I'll see you around 930 for the trivia. It is already 930. So we're going to play trivia after this next track. I think uh, you can st you can just hang out in the Google Hangouts. I'm going to add the other guys to cool. the Google Hangouts as well. And I'm just going to introduce this next track real quick. From Vestfold, Norway, we have Centurion Prime. This is the second single taken from their upcoming album, Prisma. This time they have invited Karen Mai Anderson on guest vocals to add even an even more epic feel to their music. This is Distant Voices featuring Karen Mai Anderson by Centurion Prime.
was Distant Voices featuring Karen My Anderson. Bike Century on Prime Humbug was on my show during the Halloween episode of 2021. Let's just put this on. Hey, guys. And uh, he created a track called Spider Blind. I really wanted to create a remix for Humbug, and this was the result. Support Humbug via humbug.bandcamp.com. That's H-U-M-M-B-U-G-G.bandcamp.com. This is Spider Blind by Humbug, the Heartbeat Hero Remix. Spider Blind by Humbug, the Heartbeat Hero Remix, and Mrs. Mr. and Mr. Mrs. Nasty uh, have some tef- technical difficulties, so we're going to wait for them. I got another track to play for you guys. This is Heartbeat Hero with Give Me All Your Smiles. Thank you. 
that was Heartbeat Hero with a very cool track. I don't have the name in front of me, so... <laughs> All right, we're going to play one more track because uh, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty are almost there. I can see their video. I can hear the voices. Uh, we're going to figure it out. Uh, here is Luxley with Gotta Run featuring Spring Break. with Gotta Run featuring Spring Break. We got one more track and we're going to play some trivia. This is also my trivia track. Here we go. It's Kazette with Internet Dating 19... Oh, wait, I got a whole thing over here. Alex Kaz, a.k.a. Kazette. He was born in Mexico City. Kazette started in 2015 as a desire to express himself, how he feels when it comes to music. Major influences are Daft Punk, Justice, and Dead Mouse. This is Internet Dating 1996 by Kazette. Putting you guys on the screen. 
Oh yeah, that was Internet Dating 1996 by Kazette. We were almost there, but we're not there yet. The guests are almost here for the trivia. Thank you for your patience. We're going to play another track. It's Memorex Memories with Pictures of Purple Skies. Thank you. 
that was Pictures of Purple Skies by Memorex Memories, and it's time to introduce our trivia guest for tonight. She is here for her second battle in the trivia, uh, being the champion of our previous trivia challenge, du duking it out with Robin Lights on the last episode of Heartbeat Here Radio. She has an Instagram account that goes by the name of Synthwave. 83, where you can read her interviews with wonderful synthwave artists. Please welcome the awesome Dawn. Hey, how are you doing? You all right? I am doing good. Now we go to our next trivia players. Uh, he is a Mortal Kombat fan and she is a Pokemon Gold fan. You can find their gaming channel at YouTube at Game Nasty. Aaron and Tammy, aka Mr. and Mr. Nasty, welcome to Heartbeat Hero Radio. Uh, you are muted. <laughs> Uh oh. Uh oh. Or are they delayed? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Wait, are we yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> We're here to party. Well, thank you so much for That's dressing up. Start. They, always start, they always start quiet and then they, they, they come on with a bang. <laughs> All right. And back with us again to compete in my retro 80s video game trivia, we have Tony, aka Nanoverse. What's up, guys? Let's do it. Is everybody <laughs> ready to play some trivia? Yes. yes. Here we go. All right, we're going to play the trivia warm-up round. We're going to start with Dawn. Um, these are all tracks. Uh, there are no points for this round, and everyone can answer. It's just who answers first. These are classic retro 80s. Uh, video game soundtracks. You can guess the name of the video game and then when I play the sound and everybody can answer at the same time. So it's all go for these tracks. There are about 10 tracks and we're going to start with the first one. If I can find it, where'd I put it? I put it in the trivia. Here we go. First one. In the, in the chat you can guess as well. I'll turn it up. It's kind of soft here. Is it Mario? No, it's not. Let's see if the chat knows the answer. Oh. It's definitely a Sunsoft soundtrack. Yeah, no. Is that Mega Man? Nope. I was gonna say Mega Man. Nobody in the chat yet. Hmm. Nobody's guessing this one. <laughs> all right it was contra 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 all right okay the jungle theme stage one here we go to the next one that's donkey kong oh it's a kid that is it's it's donkey kong <laughs> donkey kong all right next one Ready? oh my god i've heard this before i just don't uh. Everybody has. Let's see problem. what the chat says. <laughs> Nobody. It was Galaga. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Not doing so well right now, guys. Next <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> like we can't go up here and get like get a, a chunk of the some podcast. <laughs> As Dwarf said, Mozart. Mozart. <laughs> 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 I no. really don't know. It's, I actually know this. It's, 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 it's Gauntlet. 
Oh. Okay. Old. All right. Now we're getting to uh, more famous ones. Here we go. Oh, Zelda. That is correct. Yeah. Next up. Oh, that's uh. No, that's false. What? I thought it was Pokemon. No. No, Why am I struggling? I can notice. It's Mega Man 2. Uh. All right, now we're gonna get to some really easy ones. Here we go. Oh, oh Pac-Man. No, Pac <laughs> no, yeah, Pac-Man. Oh my god, what am I saying? Yeah, All right, oh, here we go. I need the. I need the specific version. Mario's 1985. 1983, sorry. That is correct. 85. Here we go. Another, another one, the specific version. Mario 2? Nope. Uh, it's, uh, oh, Mario 3. Uh, Mario 3. Mario 3 oh, is correct. Mario 3. Yeah. And for the final one, here we go. Oh, Tetris. Yes, that is correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I got a few. Not I tried. <laughs> All right, that was a trivia warm-up round. Let's have a chat with Don. Don, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You all right? I am fine. So uh, on your Instagram account, uh, Synthwave83, people can read your interviews you have uh, with Synthwave Artist. Since your last appearance here on the show, you have interviewed Dana Jean Phoenix. Uh, you've also been able to see her perform in the past. What was that like? She was great. That was at an uh, Ollie Rides concert. She was lovely. It was meant to be Nina, but Nina pulled out and then Dina uh, stepped up and she was amazing. She was really lovely to meet in person afterwards as well. Yeah, she was really lovely. So cool. Uh, you have a Spotify playlist out. I was wondering which tracks have you recently added to that playlist? Hmm. Let's see, I, I even looked earlier because I just, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> loads, loads. It's a Spotify playlist just for Synth Wave, Doc, Synth, every two weeks on a Thursday. Uh, all sorts. Uh, I love Duet's new song at the moment called Sad Blue. That's really great with Primo. That's such a classic. Cinnamon Chasers. Um, Roxy Drive's new song. It's just, there's too much. It's too much. It's just amazing. It seems, seems to be really strong at the moment. Lots of great tracks coming out. What do you have coming up in the future? Hmm, still keep going with my Artist Weekly, um, trying to push out questions. Hopefully, in the next three, I reckon in three weeks' time, I will have the amazing Time Cop on board as well yeah in contact and uh just sending questions to and fro and that'll be really exciting because i'm such a massive fan of him and his music and collecting on vinyl so i'm a bit of a geek with that t-shirt <laughs> but no that's really such an honor to have him on board as well so that's going to be good fun I asked if, if there was a track you would like me to play and you suggested digital romance by warlock could you tell me a bit why, uh, why you picked it uh, it's just really good. It's catchy and it's just, he's amazing. What he does is just phenomenal. I really like him. Here we go. This is Digital Romance by Warlock. 
That was Digital Romance by Warlock, and we're going to play round one of Trivia. All right, I have a question for everybody in this round. If you answer it correct, you hear this. And if you answer it wrong, you you hear this. We're going to start with Don AK of Synthwave83. What name is not a ghost in Pac-Man? And then we have the following three options. A, blue. (laughs) A, blue. B, inky. Or C, Clyde. Clyde. The name that is not a ghost in Pac-Man is Blue. Uh, the ghost oh, names are Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. I never even knew that. <laughs> I, I didn't watch it. I just thought it sounded odd. <laughs> yeah. Tammy, a.k.a. Mrs. Nasty, you are up. Uh, what is the maximum score you can achieve of the original Pac-Man arcade game? Is that A... 9 million 999 908 or 999,980 or B 600,666,620 or C 3,333,360 Shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the amount of numbers that came at me so fast then. Uh, She's not the best with numbers. No, I'm not. <laughs> Nine, nine, nine hundred. Just pick out A, B, or C, or D. A, A. <laughs> we'll go from A. A is incorrect. The correct answer is three million three hundred and thirty-three thousand three hundred and sixty. Now we go to Aaron, aka Mr. Nasty. Now he was competitive. He really wants to win. So uh, let's see what he knows. When was the Nintendo Entertainment System released in the UK? Was that A in 1984? B, 1985 or C, 86. 1986? 85. 85. Incorrect. I was going to say 86. Is it 86? <laughs> it is 86. Hey. Oh, no way. <laughs> the 1st of September, 1986, <laughs> the Nintendo Entertainment System, uh, also known year, as the NES. They're in the UK, aren't they? What? They were a year behind then. Yep. They were always a year behind. Yep. yep. We're going to go to Tony, a.k.a. Nanoverse. Who guards the fortress in Super Mario Brothers 3? Is that A, Boom Boom, B, Koopa Troopa, or C, Bowser? Koopa Troopa? Koopa Troopa. You all got it wrong. Zero points for you guys. Oh, Bowser? The correct answer was Boom Boom. Boom. Oh. Boom Boom. Oh, mate, we are terrible. That was a good question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have a quick chat with Aaron and Tammy, a.k.a. Mr. and Mrs. Nasty. How you doing? Oh, very good. Thank you very much for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Oh, so lovely to have you. You guys are so spiffy. Uh, I feel underdressed uh, so much. Uh, how did you buy, uh, both find your love for video games? Do you want to start, Tammy? Yeah, mine was with originally Lion King on the Mega Drive. That was me uh, from, like, the age of five, six. And then dipped out then dipped my toe into pokemon gold and that was me that was me hooked um but yeah it's basically childhood really and i had a best mate that lived across the road from me he was a he was a boy and i was a little bit of a tomboy kind of girl and uh we fell in love over 
the video games not with each other with video games <laughs> and then yeah Aaron's that, like that what was just me I never we, yeah we um I never really had enough money growing up as a child but when um me and him became friends it was sort of like I got to dive into that world without having it for myself if that makes any sense but yeah yeah <laughs> very cool and Aaron uh, for you, well, I'm I'm the I'm the youngest of five, so like, see everything that people have nostalgia for, like ten years older than me. I have that nostalgia because I've got brothers and sisters and that are all way, way older than me, and whatever they liked, I would have liked. But I was lucky enough that, like, because I'm the youngest, like my oldest brother had an NES. I played Batman. I played my my favorite memories of that time of the NES generation would have been like Batman, Super Mario, Donkey Kong, and Jackie Chan Kung Fu. <laughs> oh, nice. Like, those were the games I would have played the shit out of, right? And then I remember feeling like getting an upgrade when we got to the mega, the Master System. And I remember actually going to Extra Vision, which is like Blockbuster, and renting out like Mortal Kombat for the Master System. And then we had a Mega, we, when we got a Mega Drive. And so all these here kind of small childhood memories kind of break up. But what actually made it for me, right, was when uh, I was like 10 or 11. We got the N64. I got Ocarina of Time, and that's the first game I actually devoured by myself. Like I literally opened it up, and it was completed at start to finish. But then just completed. It. I went back and completed it in every possible way you can do it. Look for every clue, every heart, every crest, everything that you could find in that game. And that's where an actual love for games actually happened. And then after that, it was like every game that I played after that, if I couldn't complete a game the way I completed that game it wasn't one of the greatest games to me ever you know it was so it wasn't like until Silent Hill 2 and the PS2 that I went oh my god this is one of the best games I've ever played every other game after that it was just you have to compare it to that experience well or if you go if a new person goes in and plays that experience it's not you can't go back and play people's memories that's a very important thing you can't go back and go oh I'm I'm in 1996 and this is, is, is how it should feel you like you have to create your further experiences from your memory and go right what this memory done to me i have to experience that in this next next game or next experience and that's what i always strive for and after that that game it was always that's the goal that i have to have if i can't get that that experience it's not a great game to you me. have high standards for games man <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. It, it's, not, it's not even the high standard. It's like, I can still enjoy a game and be a great game, but it's like, to be the greatest game or one yeah, of my yeah, favorite yeah. games or whatever, I have to... Get that feeling. It has to bring me back to that experience. Yeah, nostalgia is important. Yeah, yeah, it has to bring me back to that feeling of going, I need to do this. Mm. I need to find everything in this game. Yeah. And, it's, and I don't think that's standard that is unachievable, they ask. I think it's... I think it's a, it's just something that that needs to grasp you as a person, or not as a gamer, as a person. So, so you both have love for games. How did you find each other? That's a, that's <laughs> that's a random ass story, isn't it? Yeah, you can, you can explain this one. Okay. Um. So, basically, I was doing some work for this American uh, gaming website called The Gamer Access. And one of my colleagues was being interviewed by somebody in his community. And I dived into the Discord of that community. 
because I was like wanted to support a little bit more about what the podcast host was was doing and I was, I was really interested in it and then uh you were running a podcast at the time weren't you um called three bit losers that we're doing like and um, gaming content gaming content like news of the week sort of thing and what they've been playing and all of that and then we uh basically crossed paths somewhere in the community it was on seconds you literally joined i did literally join the the discord and then we found that we had more in con like common than just gaming and then we started talking and then it became addictive we couldn't stop talking to each other and then within six months i decided to move from england to northern ireland to ireland ireland to to be with him we we sort of fell head over heels in love within a couple of weeks of just talking to each yeah. other so yeah that's basically the story so it's kind and of then, like so online that, dating but not intentionally but then, <laughs> and, but then from the day in our we kind of met we always started about talked about doing our channel yeah so that was like four years in the making of going right we should do this we should do this and then we did it now we're here <laughs> Very nice. On Heartbeat Radio of all places. <laughs> and Heartbeat Hero Radio. Uh, what 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 are your favorite games? Yeah. Oh, do you want to start? Um, I'll easily start that. Uh, start games with, with <clears throat> is Arc Rain of Time, Silent Hill Two, um, and then the Xeno series, the Xeno Blade series. Yes. That's an that's an easy answer in that, that sense because it covers a great uh, bond the RPGs. Um, a first person shooter, first favorite first person shooter is probably going to be the same as Tommy, so I'll let her answer. Yeah, oh, number one has to be Doom, yeah, Doom. Be. And then recently, since Quake has come back out, Quake's great. Quake, That's is... Quake was my favorite online shooter. Oh, oh, it's perfect. How dare you guys Music, not say everything. <laughs> oh, it's brilliant. Tommy's a beast in, I in actually, Quake, like, I didn't know <laughs> that this was a she's thing. good she's got a power it's like she's she's a do, do, she's do. a super she's a super beast in quake like quake has to be up there and then the witcher what's it the uh, is it three or two i can't remember it's three, three. Uh, wild hunt and pokemon gold pokemon gold will always always forever be that nostalgic favorite of mine one because you would literally play it over and over again to complete the the, the pokedex i guess and also the music as well has such a uh a grasp especially when you enter that battle scene love it that's me <laughs> very cool uh, aaron you picked uh, i picked out a track for you called margaret by the band strength nia could you tell me a bit about this band uh yeah they're a local dairy band actually um um i'm actually very proud of the people that are a part of this group um they've been in many other bands before um the guy who is the lead singer who is probably he's the guy that makes a lot he's the the mastermind behind it all this guy called rory Moore. he was in a, a band called red organ serpent sound before that and and a long long time ago he was in a band called spider hand i don't know if he's actually <laughs> tuned on i actually asked him to tune on for this but uh that was a long long time ago um but uh, they're a really, really hard band, right? They put on the category, but they're a fucking excellent band. They listen to. No, there's a, the reasons why I like them so much is like one minute I'm listening to them and like it's see when you're talking about bands, you're talking about music, and you want to compare them to somebody, right? The bands themselves mightn't like what you say about them. Like for example, Mr. Bungle doesn't necessarily have massive influence by Frank Zappa, but they always get compared to this Frank Zappa kind of noise. But like. 
if I'm listening to these things, you can't pigeonhole them. And I love that individuality about the band. Like, but there are moments I listen to them and go, oh my God, they're like Fugazi. <laughs> but, or, or Jesus Christ, this is the Derry's answer to the fall. Do you know, this is like what I'm saying, but like they might necessarily like them bands or even be a part of that band. But I think the, the idea of it, the fact that there's a different, every sound and every song is different. And they've got this here, like individuality and beautiful, beautiful outlook and music that they're a great highlight of where we come from. And I think it's really important to highlight the bands that where we come from. And these are probably the, the cream of the crop of where it comes to. And the guy has pushed through so much musically. They produce something that he, all he wants to do is make music that he wants to make and make music. And th this song, for example, is apparently about like his, he, like he wanted to write a song about his great, 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 great granny. So we done it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is Margaret by Strength NIA. <clears throat>
was Margaret by Strength NIA, and we're going to go to round two of trivia. Woo! Party up. All right, let's start with Don. Don, you're up first. Duck Hunt was the first game for the Nintendo Entertainment System that made use of what accessory? The A, the ray gun, B, the zapper, or C, the laser gun? I know it was a gun. <laughs> uh, laser gun. The laser gun. Oh. Is it zapper? It's a zapper. It's the zapper. Yeah. All right. Back to the end up. Tammy is up. You are up. All right. On the July the 9th, 2021, an early production NES cartridge of the first Legend of Zelda was sold, making it the most expensive video game ever to be sold. For how many dollars was this sold? A, again, numbers. Oh, it's Mario. Good. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up is Aaron. Let's see if uh, anybody can get anything right. <laughs> Donkey Kong was the first ever platform game. Is that true or false? No, it's false. It's not. It's, it's not true. a platform game. It's. It was the first Wait. ever platform game. Uh, the first ever platform game was Mario. No, no, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. The donkey in the middle and then the platforms over side. Uh, yeah, uh, like, as in platform games move from left to right. Donkey Kong doesn't move from left to right. That's not no, a platform game. It is. I just looked it up on the internet. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, that's totally wrong. Ask the internet. Tony, you're up next. Um, what is the maximum number of simultaneous players for the arcade version of Gauntlet? Is that A, 2, B3 or C4? Wow. I'm going to say two. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, all, we suck. In all of Heartbeat <laughs> Hero Radio, I've never had anybody answer every question wrong in the first two rounds. I, I thought it was just going to be me. I think it was going to be everybody on here. <laughs> All right, because Aaron told me that Tammy liked Doom, uh, Doom and uh, I, she, he, she didn't know what, what track to pick, I picked a track for So it's a small snippet of BFG Division by Mick Gordon. Uh, do you know this track, Tammy? Chef's Kiss, yes, oh, I do. Oh, it is amazing. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm probably going to get a copyright strike for playing this, but it's so amazing. I'm going to play two minutes of it. Here we go. Dude. Damn sources, you need to check. Donkey Kong's not a platform. <laughs>
That was a very short snippet of BFG Division by Mick Gordon. We're going to play round three of Trivia. Oh, uh, Tony, Tony stepped out, but we'll catch up. <laughs> He's last, so uh, we'll start with Don. Don, yes. the final question. Which boss oh, from man. Mega Man 1 is a remodeled boss in Mega Man 2? Is that A, Gutsman, B, Bombman, or C, Iceman? I... A Gutsman. It's correct. <laughs> Finally. One points for Dawn. She's back on the track. She might just win this trivia again. Here we go. Next up is Tammy. I'm back, guys. Hey. Awesome. We, we already started. We started, and Dawn got it right. All right. Dawn got the first one right. All right. Next question. Uh, in the game Contra, what does the capsule with an R on it represent? A, a rifle, B, rapid, or C, rider? So the capsule with the R on it in the game Contra, what does it represent? A, rifle, B, rapid, or C, rider? Rapid? Rapid, let's see if that is correct. <laughs> the women are two up on the guys Aaron nice. it's your moment of uh, truth in the video game Frogger in the video game Frogger you know that video game I'm sure you do yeah yeah, yeah. you have to cross roads alright how many frogs do you need to get in into their homes on each level is that a six B, three or C, five. How many frogs do you need to get into their homes on each level? A, six, B, three or C, five. B. B, three. Oh, Aww. three. <laughs> I it was, was it C? Uh, the correct answer is uh, five. Yeah, it was C. Yeah. Oh. Did you know that oh, one, Don? Yes, I did. Oh. I did. <laughs> well, Tammy will uh, make uh, Aaron feel better later on, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right, let's go to Tony. What type of ship was a player piloting in the 1983 arcade game Star Wars? Was that A, the Death Star, <laughs> B, the X-Wing Fighter, or C, the TIE Fighter? I don't know anything about Star Wars. Oh, so I'm Hey, I'm just being honest. <laughs> okay, you might oh, guess I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna just, just, just. I'm just gonna say B. B. I got it right. It's awesome. correct. <laughs> oh man! All right, now we're gonna go to the rock paper scissor battle. Um, Don, you're against Tammy first. Uh, you both okay. put your hands, you do like a rock or scissors or paper. You put it under the screen so you don't you don't see it. You put it under the screen, lower. Um, uh, Tammy, just put it down. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm going to count down one, two, three, and then you lift it up. Okay? Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, uh, she went after. Yeah, that was. Oh, let's sorry. try it. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. All right. On three. One. Two, three. Oh, that's ah, Don won that one. Tammy, you're the out. Now we're gonna go oh, uh, against Don against Tony. Uh oh. 
Tony, you ready? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Cool. Three, two. You got to put your hand down lower. We I can, can see, see your hand. He's cheating. All right. My bad. Three, two, one, go. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> oh, Don wins again. Me. Don, it's oh. your second year worldwide champion of hard party <laughs> trivia. Uh, you can give your congratulations you. speech. You can give your winning speech. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to unfollow and unfriend Tony for not liking Star Wars. That's my speech. Oh, I didn't say I didn't like it. I just I everybody can't like Star Wars. <laughs> right. It's not that good. Oh, mm. my God. Oh, oh no, he's coming yeah. after you. <laughs> one good villain. He's got your back. All right, Tony. Uh, I, Tony, I got your back. I have some more questions for Tony. I want to have a quick chat with Tony. Um, I've been watching the documentary of uh, Kanye on Netflix, and it's a really inter interesting watch on how he built his career, uh, being so close to the greats but not being able to break out. Uh, when building a stage for an artist like Kanye, are you dur there during the rehearsal, or is your job already done? Right. So the, the first thing, of course, is bringing in all the stuff that they're going to use to build the stage, you know, whatever it is. So for that concert, the, the, the concept was a house that was pretty much that had like pyro set up and lights inside. So, you know, has flames coming out of it and everything. Um, and it was like, in a I guess, like in a pool of water. So what like how they build that because they have their own team. You got me like Kanye has his own road crew. So pretty much what they do is they have stagehands that assist them. So they already have the plans on how to build it and everything. And you just, you know, you obviously just contribute by helping out to build it. So it's, um, that was my first job doing that. And it was, it was incredible to see the level of detail that goes into something like that. And it's crazy because it's just for an event. That's what, two hours, three hours. And it takes like four days worth of work to put it all together. Oh, wow. It's just in incredible to see it, you know, and what's, even crazier is watching them take it apart because they take it apart a million times faster than they take their time to to put it together. So it's just it's it's a lot of fun. But that's that's not your common thing that you get to see when it comes to doing like stagehand type of stuff. Because that's a that's a massive production, you know. Like somebody like Kanye, that that's freaking huge. You know, uh, you're not gonna see Iron Maiden every day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, that's not gonna happen. No. As much as you'd want to, but no. <laughs> all right i'm gonna say goodbye to you guys after this next track and play one more track and then we say goodbye to you guys Synchic is an electronic music project influenced by synthwave and dark synth this is suicide mission by Synchic.
That was Suicide Mission by Sin Chick. We're going to say goodbye to everyone. Let's start with Don. What are you grateful for and what would you like to promote? Grateful for not getting COVID. My mother has COVID currently mm. and keeps trying to give it to me. <laughs> Come and see me. No. God bless her. <laughs> I'm good. I, I wish you all well. Thank you for having me. And, and what, what, uh, promote your Instagram. Um, so Synthwave 83, uh, every Friday, Artist Weekly, uh, Synthwave Artists, and then my playlist is updating on Thursday. So all new, fresh playlist. Don, thank you for coming on the show. Aaron, what are you no, grateful for you. and what would you like to promote? I am grateful for the wonderful friends that I've made through the content that we're making, like Tony, Don, yeah. Daniel. <laughs> and... Uh, what I want to promote is our YouTube channel, and then you can find us at youtube.com forward slash game nasty, or you can just go into the search bar and type game nasty. If anybody wants to go over there and give us a sub, watch our video to the end, give us a like, a comment, that will be fantastic. Anybody that wants to do that. Anyone at all. Aaron, thank you for we coming on the show. Tammy, Tammy, what are you grateful for and what would you like to promote? I am grateful for you. Thank you very much. You've been a very great host, playing loads of great music and featuring loads of amazing artists. So thank you very much. And also having us, <laughs> I kind of felt like, oh, we don't belong here. But now, now I do. Now I, think yeah, I feel like I found a we find, we feel like we grew friends. We grew friends, so thank you so so much. Really appreciate it. I'm having you and all again, back, so that, so that you all know we're. I'm gonna have you all back, so uh, it'll be it'll be on you'll be on again. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Game Nasty on YouTube. That's where you can find us, or Mr. and Mrs. Nasty on Game Nasty Shorts on Instagram. Oh, sorry, Game Nasty Shorts on Instagram. That's where you can also find us. But it's a little bit more of an inter intimate view. Yeah. On our uh, we're trying to put up blippers. We're, we're trying to aim to do blippers and stuff like that. Yeah, that's where you can find us. So thank you. All right, uh, Tammy, thank you for coming on the show. Tony, what are you grateful for, and what would you like thank to promote? Man, I'm just happy to be here, man. Thank you for everything. You guys are awesome. Had fun. I hope everybody in the chat had fun. And uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Nanoverse.music youtube channel nanoverse productions awesome thank you all for coming on the show i am inviting the people in the chat to to join you guys behind the scenes there are some people that always join in after the scenes and now i'm going to play a track here we go that's the wrong button this is the right button all right next up is a request by my patreon supporter keith atherton make sure and check out his instagram at meet mr keith atherton volta has been on heartbeat here radio episode 17 he has his own solo project called volta with over half a million plays on spotify his music is loved by many this is rescue team deployed by volta
That was Rescue Team deployed by Volta. And I'm going to add everybody to the backstage. Yeah, you can join in the Google Hangouts, but just by clicking that link I put in the Twitch chat. Uh, Paul A.K. Radstar is from Sutherland, UK. A walk into a world that does not exist. Visions of the past from the future. Synthesized memory of time and space. This is Spaceport by Radstar.
That was Spaceport by Radstar at jupiter-h.bandcamp.com. You can find Jupiter 8's new album called Running High. It's a soundtrack album to a 1984 action thriller inspired by Michael Mann and Jan Hammer. Infused, this is Assembling the Team by Jupiter 8. That was Assembling the Team by Jupiter 8 from Northampton, UK. We have Dan, a.k.a. Synth Principal. This is Old World Memories by Synth Principal.
was Old World Memories by Synth Principal. Next up is Boost Rider 3000, Ghetto Blaster Productions, Gangsta Electronic Synth Music. This is Neon City Stalker by Boost Rider 3000.
That was Neon City Stalker by Boost Rider 3000. Now, I made a cover a few weeks ago of the Rocky soundtrack, Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. This is the Heartbeat Hero cover of that. Here we go. was the Rocky soundtrack, Eye of the Tiger, by Survivor, the Heartbeat Hero cover. And for the last track of the night, my remix for We Are Magonia Synthwave is Dead remix competition. This is Synthwave is Dead by We Are Magonia, the Heartbeat Hero remix.
yeah, that's it for the show today. If you enjoyed the show, please tell all your friends and family about it. I post recaps of the show on YouTube and Instagram. Please give those a thumbs up and make sure to subscribe for more videos of the podcast and my music. Thanks to all that came and watched the podcast live on twitch.tv slash heartbeathero. I'm so thankful for my listeners and guests on the show. Big thanks to the artists that let me play their great tracks. And thanks to all the amazing people in the Twitch chat. And thank you to people who like, listen, and share the show on SoundCloud. You can support the show by checking out Heartbeat Hero on Spotify, iTunes, Bandcamp, and SoundCloud. And like Jefferson Rift, Robin Lights, Keith Atherton, Lee Ellen, my mom, and my wife. You can also support the show by going to uh, patreon.com slash heartbeathero. The next show is the 16th of April on Saturday night, Paris time. I'm going to see you in the after party, so join us. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you for listening to Heartbeat Here Radio. This episode does not have a main sponsor, but if you are interested in sponsoring this show, then please send me a direct message via Instagram to my Heartbeat Hero account. Last year, the show had 18,000 views with an average of 1,300 views per month. If you're looking for exposure in the synthwave scene, then this is your chance. You can sponsor one episode or multiple. Thank you so much.